Today in the Venture Poland podcast, we talk about video analytics startup from Poland. Mateusz Szala from uh, Respo Vision is uh, with us today. And I really think it's best to just jump straight into this story because the idea here is very simple as we will talk about AI, which is changing the way we look at sports today. Welcome to Venture Poland podcast. My name is Daniel Czachorowski and my goal is to promote Poland as a great partner for any business venture, especially when it comes to technology. In my podcast, I interview Polish entrepreneurs, startup founders, managers and engineers, so we can all learn from them. Enjoy today's episode. Mateusz, thank you very much for coming to the show today. Uh, I'm really glad that finally we've managed to talk regardless of yesterday's uh, Google issues, the Google outage and other circumstances that postponed our uh, meeting, which are supposedly quite good for you, but we will talk about this uh, later. How is it going today? Uh, great. Uh, glad to glad to be here. Uh, the, the, the Google outrage was unexpected and happy that we could talk over uh, internet connection right now. Yeah, well, uh, I think it's uh, quite interesting because I don't remember this uh, long outage. I think it's, it's like first time it happened over the last couple of years. So it was really... Uh, interesting for me and my team because we all use Google services and it was like, okay, is the business dead or uh, are we dead or not just yet? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was the uh, authentication module that, 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 that went bust and actually no data was lost. So hopefully uh, everything will, will recover soon. Sure, sure. Okay. All right, um, let's jump into uh, the topic of uh, today's um, uh, recording, which is obviously your business, Respo Vision. Let's do a 60-second pitch. It's uh, your turn now to do the 60-second pitch. Okay, okay. So uh, our vision is to become the, the sports data provider, uh, the boombag for sports. Uh, we are doing uh, 3D football data analytics based on AI computer vision uh, algorithm. We gather detailed player data from a single camera feed, and it's uh, actually the, the 3D component that makes the whole thing challenging uh, because we want to be able to analyze as many games as possible uh, from the past, and that is why we've taken the more difficult path of, of building a system capable of working on, on a, a single camera input. And that design choice has consequences. We don't have to go from, from stadium to stadium to install any hardware, nor we have to employ any, any manual annotators. We transform 2D TV pixel into a three-dimensional representation of the pitch uh, ball and, and 20 uh, body parts of each player. Uh, then our algorithm uh, automatically provide uh, context to, to every action, like shot, cross, pass. And uh, that allows us uh, to know all the movement and all, all the speed vectors. And that is, uh, I think, that uh, no company has uh, achieved so far uh, tech-wise. Okay, that's interesting. I think, you know, you're obviously tackling a very big problem, which is big data analytics. I think it's a hot topic 
uh, in uh, many fields and in many markets. And because it's sports, it will be uh, probably very interesting for uh, you know big players and big uh, uh, organizations like uh, FIFA, obviously, and and other uh, organizations in uh, countries. I must admit that your idea is, uh, regardless of the whole uh, technology, it, it is quite simple. Okay, you've got your video footage. Uh, you try to analyze it. The whole idea is that you will bring stats to the table. The players and the coaches will see stats. They will be able to analyze their game. It's not only about uh, about the stats, but but uh, also about the conclusion from from the stats because the data itself is not uh, very very uh, usable right now for for clubs and and for federation. Okay. It might be usable for for bookmakers, but basically we'd like the whole idea to be self-explanatory for 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 end user. Okay. On that note, I'm curious how do you tackle because I think it's a quite important issue. How do you tackle the accuracy? So how do you know if you're accurate or not? Mm, that is one of the toughest question regarding AI as a, as a whole industry and and the technological concept itself is doable. Uh, especially if you have uh, such tech talented guys and we are working on, on new cutting edge AI models uh, in an environment that is characterized by a high number of degrees of freedom. So the situation is similar to the AI and self-driving cars. So uh, it is an inevitable future, but the stability of the system must exceed some certain uh, thresholds before it can be deployed. And the situation is, is similar uh, in our case, because if you are talking about the commercial use in football, where, where, where the passion intervenes with the large money, you have to be uh, really sure about your judgment. And as I mentioned, sometimes it is it is really hard in the, in the tech, deep tech business, but uh, I'm literally betting my own money that Respo will overcome uh, all of those obstacles. Okay, well, brilliant. You know, it really gives other people uh, courage to follow the vision of the founders uh, when the company is bootstrapped if you if you know what i mean i think it's 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 something that you backed up with your own money yeah, i think it's it's great i'm curious about the vision for other sports as well do you consider maybe in uh, america it would be american football which is more popular for example, I'm just I'm just uh, asking in in the context of different markets. Yes, yes, uh, we are planning expansion to other sports. If you think about the demand for advanced analytics, uh, the, the the most attractive one seems to be the tennis and the American football. We even did a, a successful uh, feasibility study for for leading tennis broadcaster in Europe, but uh, probably for the next 18 months will be focused entirely uh, on football. The concept of, of, of expanding pipeline to other sports uh, is not that big of a problem for us, but, but it's, it's, the matter, it's the matter of profitability. Sure, sure, okay. Well, if you stepped into that topic when it comes to money, uh, I would like to ask two things. First of all, I was not uh, aware before we started the recording. Now I know because we talked a bit, but I would like, to, uh, I would like you to share some information also to the listeners uh, you guys were self-funded from what i understood and now you're trying to gather your uh, first uh, investment round is that correct 
Yes, yes, yes. So, so, so far, we are a bootstrap company. Uh, we are literally finalizing the, the investment agreement uh, with VCs to, to, to close uh, our seed round in the matter of weeks. Uh, so hopefully, we will gather, gather uh, funds and, and expand further our, our tech team. Sure. Okay. So uh, what's the team like? Uh, how many? Uh, okay. The structure of the team actually reflects a deep tech approach uh, because uh, alongside for the co-founders, we have uh, six data scientists and one, uh, one, one business analyst uh, working uh, on, the, on the solution. Mm, okay, interesting. And who's doing all the, let's say, pre-sales role because you still need to try at least to uh, you know, talk to the market, I think. What's, what's, what's your view on that? Actually, it's it's me and my uh, longtime friend from from BCG, Pavo. Uh, we cover the, the the business side of of the project. Pavo was actually a, a leading uh, sales as a board member in one of the largest Polish AI boutiques. So, so I think that it's a, a nat natural next step for him to do sales in a, a product based deep tech company. Mm, okay. So as of today, do you have any? Because uh, you've mentioned some feasibility studies. So do you have any pilots with customers or do you have any ongoing projects with customers or is it specifically you're working on your solution and the uh, potential clients are waiting? Yeah, right, right now we are working with one of the uh, top five European clubs. Soon I, I will be able to showcase uh, our solution, but until then we are under the non-disclosure uh, agreement. That is basically the, the, the POC, Sure. but our, our target revenue model uh, will be SAAS, uh, not only for the clubs and federation, but, but also for, for bookmakers, who to a significant degree are uh, data companies uh, that would be eager to use that, that, that extremely large data sets uh, reflecting uh, match. So, well, congratulations on that. I think, you know, working with one of the most significant clubs in Europe, it's actually something so uh, one more time congratulations on that thank you you're still in the early process of building the company but it seems like the pace is quite quick i mean the team is not just you and your co-founder it's six or eight people from what i understood it's one year and you're already almost finalizing your uh, first uh, seed round you're working with uh, one of the largest clubs in Europe, okay? So that's quite a lot of things that happened over the last year. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. My thesis is that you're doing it quite quickly and there is this high pace of achievements over the last year. So what would you advise to other entrepreneurs building a software startup in Poland or in our region? I'm trying to understand whether you're doing maybe something different or something better. Maybe uh, you could share something with us. Okay, so, so uh, I think that the sea and, and Poland in particular is a great place to, to build a software deep tech company uh, because uh, you not only have access to, to top talent, the fraction of, of London or Berlin cost, uh, but also to visas, uh, many of which are, are backed uh, by, by PFR. Uh, so I believe that, that Poland is uh, on a way to, to replicate the, the Israeli economic miracle that is described in the book. Uh, startup nation. Warsaw especially is a great place to, to establish new new company. And, and for uh, each uh, young entrepreneur, 
starting the, the day journey, I, I would advise to think about the solution on a global scale uh, right from the beginning. Uh, make sure that you have great people around helping uh, build your company, uh, especially co-founders and, and investors, and, and keep your mind open during that uh, upcoming uh, roller coaster journey. Okay, talking about roller coaster, difficult times for everyone, obviously. I think startups, especially software startups, they don't have any excuses, you know, regarding the situation. It's just you need to develop the software and then just wait until, you know, the economy gets open and uh, you can present what you've got. I think that's the approach you took. Yes, yes, yes. It was important for us, especially for co-founders, uh, to be uh, motivated in uh, those uncertain times. Uh, and we uh, we managed to keep ourselves uh, focused on, on, on building on building upcoming Polish deep tech unicorn. Brilliant. So why a startup then? I've looked, you know, at your profiles uh, on LinkedIn. I've seen that you have been involved in some interesting jobs over the years. And yeah, I'm just interested. Why did you think that you can do any better than just working for a consulting company, let's say, with mm -hmm. uh, good mm -hmm. salaries? Yes, it is. Uh, so uh, I try to be as modest uh, as possible here. Uh, but the idea uh, to use computer vision algorithm and be in the forefront of an antique revolution in football uh, allowed us to gather a, a great co-founders team. Uh, I, I mentioned before uh, uh, that the, the business uh, co-founders, me, me and Pavo, I, I have operational experience uh, related to carrying project in tech and finance, but it is uh, we are we are very complementary uh, to the competence that tech co-founders bring to the to the table. Wojtek has extensive experience in designing machine learning architecture. Uh, Lukas is strong in tackling toughest R&D problems. And it is worth mentioning that, that both guys are, are gold medalists uh, from a global Kaggle platform uh, that has 1 million members and, and ranks over uh, 200,000 world's uh, data scientists. Uh, all of us strongly believe uh, in Respo. Uh, we sacrificed our, our cozy and, and well-paid jobs to, to start a journey of, of uh, creating that, that Polish deep tech unicorn. And we all feel great about the, the idea of, of shaping the, the, the future. Uh, and this is uh, something that, that in particular keeps us motivated uh, every day, uh, including weekends. Brilliant. Well, yes, that's true. Weekends are uh, sometimes more efficient than weekdays because during weekends nobody calls you. Yeah, and it's it's uh, yeah I like uh, working on weekends when I have to. It really is a sacrifice for everyone who's trying to you know build any type of business. I mean it's not just startups. I have one closing question which is uh, also very interesting for me. And what did you learn recently uh, that help you do your job better? Because obviously you had this shift, uh, you know, from corporate life to uh, being a startupper. Now maybe you're doing this uh, VC round. Maybe this is something new, or maybe managing the team is something new for you. I'm I'm really interested in what did you learn recently. Yeah. Uh. 
the the one of uh, one of things would be that the fundraising uh, takes longer than expected <laughs> and that is something that you really have to include in your planning concerning uh, growing gathering uh, round after round and and managing your uh, relation with with vcs uh, those are those are great guys but doing it for the first time there will be uh, a lot for you to to, to learn Sure, understood. So anything specific you could tell us, for example, how long does it take or maybe how to approach VCs, something tangible that, you know, other entrepreneurs could take out from your experience? I would say, I would say that, that uh, again, on, on, on high level, it's, it's a numbers game. So you really have to talk with, with all, of the, all of the VC. In the process, it's probably better to get uh, fast, reject then then spend a lot of time talking and explaining your solution and, and trying to, to to convince uh guys who wasn't in love with you on on the first side interesting i think the experiences here from from poland and from our region are it, it is important to share them because this may be completely different from you know what uh, entrepreneurs get for example in the United States or, for example, in Israel or somewhere else or Korea or whatever. I think, uh, you know, um, we really need to talk about this because why to go to Polish investors or to Polish angel investors or Polish VCs? You can, you know, start looking for um, funds which are, for example, in Norway or Germany. Did you did you, did you try to go abroad with uh, your idea? Uh, yes. Uh, but due to finalizing the, the investment agreement, uh, I, I, I'm not gonna, <laughs> you know, reveal the, 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 the structure of our rant, but, but we did that. We, we, we talked to the, to the VCs, uh, abroad, we talked to the VC, uh, VCs in, in Poland. And actually, I think that the, uh, if you are able to, to, to have the, the combination of, of, uh, both uh, in in your uh, uh, shareholders table uh, that that would be really really beneficial mm, okay interesting that went quick it was a very interesting uh, discussion mateusz i think that you're on to something i really think that the idea of analyzing the the players and bringing the information to the table and uh, showcasing what went wrong and trying to you know coach them automatically almost it's just great for multiple areas it's not just sports it will probably uh, grow even uh, wider with your software so congratulations on the idea congratulations on what you've achieved so far uh, maybe we will uh, meet again in yeah. a year or two we will talk one more time and you're gonna say oh we've pivoted actually <laughs> that is possible that is possible Brilliant. Uh, all the best to the team. Thank you very much for your time and uh, speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon.